Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and today we are talking biohacking. So biohacking your manifestation journey, what I mean by that is how can you apply principles of biohacking, which if you don't know what biohacking is, it is essentially combining like science and technology in order to optimize and just live a better lifestyle. So that's what biohacking is. You've definitely heard of some biohacking tools and it's a very trendy topic right now that I personally love because I love all things wellness. That has been something that my dad introduced to me when I was such a little girl. He used to teach me about supplements and self-diagnosing and homeopathic medicine. And so biohacking, the best way I like to explain it is it is just working and optimizing your health and your well-being. And so the way you can think of biohacking is it's essentially just how do you become a better human physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. So it's just optimizing your performance. And the other thing that biohacking, um, a lot of people use in biohacking that I actually don't use any of is tracking. So you've probably seen people with like the aura rings or glucose monitors or sleep tracking. I am not a big tracker. I've had a messy relationship with tracking. So I'm not at the stage of tracking everything. People track their macros, all of those types of things. Um, It is a part of biohacking. If you're into that, there's so many tools. But personally for me, I like implementing some of these tools and concepts in order to help me on my manifestation journey actually because they kind of go hand in hand, right? Like your manifestation journey is all about your vibration, your energy, and biohacking is very much so focused on your mind and your body. And those play a role in your energy as well. So that's why I love talking about biohacking, because I think it is actually two worlds that are very much so combined. So I want to share with you how I use certain common biohacking methods and how it helps me on my manifestation journey. And you've definitely heard of some biohacking tools that obviously help us on the manifestation journey. So I'm not going to go into why they help, but those are things like meditation, breath work, grounding, sitting in nature, receiving direct sunlight. Those are all examples actually of biohacking. And some of the other ones I'm going to talk about are less mind focused, less soul focused. They're going to be a lot more food, 
physical body and environment focus. So I'll share some personal things that have worked for me and just kind of talk about it. I'm excited because this is kind of that holistic side of manifestation. And I figured merging the two buzzwords of the year, right? Biohacking and manifestation, bringing those two together, I think is really cool. So let's see how you feel. Let me know if you've ever thought of biohacking through the lens of manifestation and spirituality, and let me know what you think. So first let's talk food. You guys know I love food. I love cooking. I love making. I love all of it, right? Food has been such an integral part of my life and my relationship with food has changed so much over the years from having a borderline eating disorder. Sorry, I don't mean to trigger, but truly I think a lot of women deal with this unconsciously or consciously, but really struggling with body image and Food has become now such a healing thing for me when before, for a really long time, food was something I needed healing from. And so it's very cool to see that journey, which is why I'm so excited. So some of the things I do in my food relationship and biohacking methods from a food perspective, I don't do all of these every day, by the way. Um, these Some of these come sporadically. And you've heard me talk about most of them, I would think. So the first one is actually blood sugar regulation. You have probably heard of her. Her name is the glucose goddess. And she really brought blood sugar regulation, blood sugar monitoring, and eating in orders of an optimal order of eating so that your blood sugar doesn't crash uh, because of the adverse effects that has. And most of us, the way we eat our meals, it is actually very, very bad for our blood sugar levels and glucose levels. And so the glucose goddess is someone I would totally recommend to follow if you are interested in anything with blood sugar. But a little bit of a summary, blood sugar is one of the biggest causes for fatigue, for hormonal imbalance, for kind of any dis-ease or diseases in the body. And a lot of the things I experienced, um, as well as like weight gain, weight loss, weight resistance, a lot of those things have to do with the way you are consuming your food and the order in which you're consuming your food. Also things that are quote unquote healthy versus not healthy. Um, It's really cool. So I recommend going a look at her page. And one of the easiest things you can do for your blood sugar is have a little bit of apple cider vinegar diluted in water before a meal. That will really help curb a spike is essentially what she is trying to help us do. Curb those glucose spikes. So um, I love kind of focusing on my blood sugar. And the thing I've noticed with blood sugar and how it honestly impacts my manifestation journey is because I don't feel bloated after eating my meals. I don't feel exhausted. And I also don't crave as many things. I don't have such up and down cravings. And you'll notice a lot of these biohacking tips start to integrate with one another they overlap, right? Some of them are really going to be talking about your hormone health. Some are really going to be talking about your sleep. And so they will overlap and don't feel overwhelmed where you have to do all of these things. But I just want to show you the different things I've noticed. So for me, the whole blood sugar thing has really, really helped me just in my energy levels, which over long-term things helps me with my vibration. I feel really, really bad if I don't feel good after a meal like emotionally, it bothers me. So that's how I see it helping my manifestation journey. Um, The other thing from a biohacking perspective and food perspective is reducing processed foods. So this is packaged food, especially in the US, in the States. We are big 
like packaged meals, frozen meals, ready-made convenience foods. Um, That is big in our culture here. And I know there's this thing going around on TikTok. It's like whether you're an ingredient household or not, an ingredient household is essentially someone who will like cook every meal from scratch. Like you don't have like prepared anything unless you're meal prepping or like you have leftovers, but like you don't have like box soup. You don't have box mac and cheese. You don't have like frozen dinners ready to go. You actually cook your meals. You cook your vegetables. You cook all of those things. And I understand not everybody has the time to do so, but that's kind of a little bit of like living that non-processed meal lifestyle is where that comes in. So for me, I don't do this all the time. Once again, but reducing the amount of like processed and packaged foods and energy. Obviously there's health benefits, but seriously, energetically, if you think about food, food impacts our energy and food also always has energy. And if you think about it, they call, they talk about dead versus alive foods. So all of these packaged foods that have these endless shelf lives, they actually have very dead energy. There's no nutrition. There's no life in them because they are literally endless. And so they're basically immortal. So from an energetic perspective, the more and more you eat packaged and processed foods and heavily packaged and processed foods, the more and more it impacts your vibration. And maybe do an experiment and see how does it feel if you have like a meal of freshly cooked or even freshly packaged foods versus um, just like those foods that have no expiry date and those foods that last forever. See how your energy shifts because that really impacts your energy. So I call it dead energy because I do think it makes me, it kind of dampens my vibration. So I hope that's helpful. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created a it so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmant membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. And lastly, fasting and cleanses are really big in the biohacking space. I don't believe in extreme fasting. I don't believe in extreme cleanses, but I really like kind of resetting my body, resetting my energy once every few months. I love doing like a juice cleanse or some people do water fasts or I'll do a liver cleanse or I'll do like a spurt of intermittent fasting where I won't eat after like 5 p.m. for two days just to give your body a break and interrupt your body's normal routine. So these types of fasts or cleanses um, are so good for your body to not only energetically reset, but also your mind because food impacts your brain, your soul, your energy on so many levels. And I don't think people realize food is either medicine or it is not. And you get to choose how it happens for you. So I love fasting and cleansing, especially cleansing. I'm not a big faster because I love food too much. So I like cleansing. I like kind of limiting or cutting out an allergen like gluten or dairy for a few days or cutting out um, processed foods for a little bit. Like I love doing little bits of cleanses or only having juices or only having smoothies for a day or two just to give my body and give my stomach and my 
whole overall being a little bit of a break. So in terms of food, the three biohacking tips are blood sugar regulation, reducing processed foods, and focusing on fasting or cleansing your body. All of this has to do with the fact that food impacts your vibration, your your vibration impacts your energy. Moving forward, let's talk about physical things. So physical things, I already mentioned this, but cold exposure. So taking a cold plunge, taking a cold shower. I honestly hate this. This is something that I don't enjoy. It makes me uncomfortable every single time, but I choose to make it something where it's like I can do hard things. So it's actually been starting to be more and more fun for me because I'm like, wow, I can do this. And if I can do this, I can do so much more than I think. So take a cold shower, just at the end of your shower, move it over to cold and build your way up. It is such a beautiful practice in manifestation, especially of being okay, being uncomfortable. And the same goes for the sauna. I love saunas. Our gym has a sauna. We really want a sauna in our house. Haven't had the time to do that yet, but that is something we really, really want to do because saunas not only like physically, mentally, all of those things are so good for you, but once again, it can be uncomfortable to sit in the heat and in your own sweat. You want to get out. So how do you push yourself to that edge? I try and do around 20 minutes, three to four to three to four to five times a week. Um, and it's easy because our gym is literally right here. But if you don't have a sauna, try maybe sitting in a hot bath or steaming up your shower a little bit more. Um, There's also sauna blankets. There's a lot of alternatives. So that is two things that you can do pretty easily for kind of your physical body. There are amazing benefits for both for cold and hot, right? For the cold therapy, as well as saunas, they have such good benefits. Please do your research on them, but also they really help you work on getting uncomfortable. The next one for our physical body is sleep optimization. So sleep, I think is the most underrated healing modality in this world, which is rest. We struggle so much with rest. So how can you optimize your sleep? So a few ways to optimize your sleep with biohacking is reducing blue light. So reducing TV, reducing your cell phone, um, and also bright lights. So turning on your lights super bright at night. Um, The reason this is so impactful is because if you think about it as humans, when we were kind of first roaming around on the planet, we didn't have electricity. We didn't have light. So when it was dark outside, we would go to sleep. And now we don't. We stay up much past dark. And I'm not saying you have to go to bed at 7 p.m., but you are kind of disrupting your body's natural rhythm. And a lot of people will notice like that if they don't get enough sleep or don't get enough quality sleep, you don't feel as good the next day and it starts to linger and it has like a compounding effect. So sleep is huge for our physical, for our kind of overall wellness, but also sleep is huge in the manifestation journey. Why? Because when you are asleep, it's the one time your conscious mind is completely at rest and your subconscious mind is the most active. So when you're getting a longer quality, deeper sleep, your subconscious mind is able to really do the work that you've been putting in. It's able to kind of apply those changes of I'm doing my affirmations or you did your meditation. It's able to kind of reap all the benefits and reprocess and regenerate and shift while you are sleeping because that's when it's the most active. That's the time your subconscious mind gets to recharge, rebuild, is when you are sleeping. And so all of the manifestation effort you're putting in, it's actually kind of paying off in your sleep. 
Another thing about sleep is it also regulates your nervous system. You guys have probably heard all of the nervous system regulation benefits, and this is one of them too. Your nervous system, the more we can get out of like that high stress, high anxiety, high kind of fight or flight response, and you can get into that parasympathetic nervous system, it is so powerful. And sleep, once again, really contributes to your ability to rest and relax. Lastly, for my physical benefits, something that's really helped me is actually kind of more of a workout-based thing. So I either love high-intensity training or just doing, I think they call it like a zone two cardio where it's like a walk, like a faster-paced walk Um, because moving your body in those ways naturally releases dopamine, but energetically you are moving energy in your body. So If you don't like high intensity or you don't like going on a walk, any sort of movement suffices for the biohacking purpose, but give yourself permission to move your body. Like it moves energy and it can release stagnant energy. Maybe you want to dance, but it does make a difference not only in your physical wellness, but also your manifestation journey. And lastly, environment. So I already mentioned this one and I'll go into it further actually, cause I kind of skipped over it, um, is reducing the red, the blue lights. Sorry. Red light is the next one, but reducing your blue light intake. Um, you guys have heard of blue light glasses blockers, but we are all on screens so much and screens is all blue light, right? All of our screens are working off of blue light. That's TVs. That's our navigation system on our cars. That is my camera that I'm looking at. Um, Obviously cell phones and laptops, but everything. Think about how much of our life is basically on a screen. So blue light is known to disrupt just overall wellness, your rhythms. It really messes with our body. And that is why I always try to either reduce my blue light, but also I run a digital business. So I'm on computers a lot. So what I do is you can change your settings on your computer and your phone to be completely warm. So you can kind of make it very, very yellow. Everyone, they look at my phone, they're like, why is your phone so yellow? And it's like, because I'm kind of trying to cancel out some of the blue light. And then at night, you can actually completely turn off the blue light and only make it red light. It's kind of high tech, um, but if you are interested and you're willing to kind of put in the effort, send me a DM and I can send you a tutorial. Um, Sorry, motorcycle. Send me a DM and I can send you a tutorial on how to actually activate red light on your phone. So reducing blue light, especially at night and just it makes a difference. I know so many of my friends, including my husband and my brother, fall asleep to the TV, but that's probably one of the worst things you can do for your mind, body, and your journey. And the reason it affects your journey is just your overall alignment. Once again, that circadian rhythm is super important for just operating as like the most optimal human you can be. The next thing similar in the light phase is actually red light. So red light therapy is huge. Um, Red light therapy is known to be regenerative for our cells. And I love this in manifestation because I love manifesting on a cellular level. I love talking to my cells because ultimately we're a connection. We're a jumble of a bunch of cells. And so I love the idea of your red light also healing your cells from the inside out and infusing those intentions into it. Lastly, for environment, I think it is so important to be mindful of the things that are are in your environment. That goes from your home to your car to the plants. Like, 
just understanding the environmental toxins, the environmental pollutants, I think is so powerful, um, not only for just overall health, but also as women specifically and men, but women are just more prone to this and susceptible. Um, they really disrupt your hormones. So there's, you'll see endocrine disruptors everywhere. You might've even heard about it, but things like your laundry detergents, your air fresheners, your candles, um, even the clothes you wear, right? The synthetic fabrics versus cotton, all of those things make a really big difference on our energy. So do a little inventory on just environmental toxins and you will see how much um, impact these things have. And just be really careful of greenwashing, which is companies who know being eco-friendly and green is really important, but go look at the back of those labels are not that green. Um, this is going to probably offend people, but most of the stuff you can buy at Target is probably not good for you. Um, just being honest, I've double-checked ingredients on most things, and there is always something that is a disruptor. Even the clean lines at Target, they have a lot of stuff in them. So that's why I've been on such a journey of making things homemade. I make all of my skincare homemade. I make like dishwashing detergent and cleaning solutions homemade. I cook homemade things. Like just the less ingredients, the better. And it's just hard for companies to have less ingredients because they need those preservatives. And those preservatives are either expensive or they are artificial. And so in order for them for them to be profitable, it marks up the price, et cetera, et cetera. Everything is a business, right? So just look at your environmental toxins. Look at your cleaning products. Look at your skincare. Look at your... Um, car products, look at your plants, look at your weed killers, look at your clothes. Are they synthetic? Are they natural? Look at all of that. It makes a really, really big difference in your overall energy, your overall alignment once again. And hormonal. Hormones are so huge. I can do a whole nother podcast on it. I went on such a big journey with my hormones. And once again, if that is of interest to you, you guys let me know. Um, I went from natural birth control to different options. And I'm happy to talk about it. But as a woman, it was such a journey for me to understand the impact of my hormones on my health, as well as my manifestation journey. So that is all I have for you on biohacking. I know this is a little bit more of a sporadic episode, but biohacking is essentially like optimizing your health, optimizing your well-being on this planet, and just little techniques to kind of make you a better human being, a better performing human being. So don't feel the pressure to implement all of these all at once. Do your research. It took me probably about a year and a half to really implement all of these, and I still don't do all of them every single day. You go in waves. Certain ones will feel good at certain times. So have fun with this. I hope you found this episode interesting. I love talking about kind of the health and wellness area plus spirituality and esoteric things. So I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate interview the podcast and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 